Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Lancet Diabetes and Endocrinology podcast. My name is Nikolai Humphreys. Today we'll be discussing a new paper on an innovative lifestyle intervention program. Joining me on the line is Professor Lawrence Phillips. Hello, Larry. Welcome to the podcast. Good morning. Could you briefly introduce yourself and tell the listeners what exactly you do? Well, I'm an endocrinologist. I've been working with diabetes in basic and clinical science for 40 uh, years or so, and for the last, I would say, 15 years, focusing mainly on clinical research aspects with a major focus on how to prevent it and how to change the natural history of the problem. Thank you, Larry. We're now going to focus on the study that you published in the Lancet Diabetes and Endocrinology Journal. Now, this study looked at the effects of implementing the Veterans Health Administration's MOVE lifestyle program in a real-world population in the USA. Could you tell us a bit about what this program consists of and who it was offered to? MOVE was designed as a weight management and lifestyle change program. The curriculum includes 10 core sessions. The classes are group-based and interactive, and they include a variety of topics. There's education pertaining to nutrition, physical activity, self-management, and goal setting. Some of the specific topics include reading food labels, practicing portion control, walking with a pedometer, and how to modify exercise for persons with disabilities, such as those in wheelchairs. MOVE was offered to VA patients who were obese or who were overweight with a weight-related health condition, such as coronary artery disease, hypertension, dyslipidemia, sleep apnea, or osteoarthritis. And I should say that these are veterans. These are uh, individuals who have served in the armed forces of the United States and are eligible for care at the VA. And eligibility is either determined by uh, having a service-related disability of some kind, or being relatively poor so that uh, the individuals couldn't afford uh, conventional health care. So the veteran population, on average, is older and poorer and sicker and more uh, involving uh, minority populations compared to average Americans. Thank you for setting the scene there. An interesting uh, group to study, I'm sure. What exactly did you find out in terms of rates of uptake and participation within this veteran group? Well, it's difficult to determine uptake because we only have administrative data. We can't know how many patients were recommended to participate by their doctors, or how strongly those recommendations were made, whether patients may have been handed a flyer or 
coached or persuaded about the program in depth. This is a, a program that the VA developed. The VA is the largest integrated healthcare system in the United States. So if you're in the system, they are responsible for you. So they are, to some extent, more strongly oriented toward prevention than many other healthcare systems in the United States. We were able to estimate how many patients took part in the program. And out of the total pool of eligible patients, that was about 1.8 million veterans, 13% who qualified based on their weight or uh, having a weight-related condition, 13% participated in at least one MOVE session. Of those, only 8% or about 1% of all of the eligible patients met the VA's criterion for intense and sustained participation, which is the, the target level for the program to have its ideal impact. That is, participating in at least eight sessions within six months with a span of at least four months between the first and the last session. Thanks. And of the people that uh, participated in these sessions, how did the MOVE program affect the health uh, of them? MOVE participation was associated with modest weight loss, but it was sustained over three years. Intense and sustained participants lost approximately 2.7% of their body weight and maintained the loss of 2.2% over three years. So for someone who might weigh 100 kilos, a little over 200 uh, pounds, uh, that's a weight loss of about um, two to three kilos and about five pounds over three years. Less active participants lost less than 1% of their body weight, but they did manage to sustain that loss over three years. In contrast, individuals, veteran patients who were eligible but didn't take part in the, new, in the MOVE program gained weight. And compared with lack of participation, intense and sustained participation was associated with 33% lower incidence of diabetes and less active participation was associated with 20% lower incidence of diabetes. What, what, what do the findings of your study tell us about the benefits and challenges of implementing a lifestyle intervention such as this in a real-world setting? Prior to the MOVE program, there was really very little experience of trying to implement lifestyle change in a healthcare system. We have lots and lots of research on studies that are done where volunteers are consented and asked to volunteer to participate in a research study. And we know something about how those individuals in research environments can lose weight and increase their physical activity. We don't know much about a lifestyle change program 
within a healthcare system where the participants are recommended to take part by their healthcare providers. The healthcare providers essentially say to uh, patients, uh, you're overweight, you're at risk of different health problems related to your weight, and if, if you could in, lose weight and increase your physical activity, it would likely improve your health. We don't have a lot of experience with uh, lifestyle change in that kind of a setting. So as we look at what the MOVE program did, our findings show that a weight loss program can have substantial benefits among the patients who are willing to participate. The challenge is, out of all those patients who could benefit from the program, relatively few took part. So we have evidence, very clear evidence of benefit, and remarkably, importantly, the, there was particular benefit among those who were heavier and in those who had higher levels of uh, random plasma glucose. So those are individuals that you would think uh, would be of particularly increased risk of developing diabetes, and there was particular benefit of uh, taking part in the MOVE program in those patients. That is, the higher the, the body mass index, the greater impact participating in MOVE seemed to have. The higher the level of random plasma glucose, the greater benefit participating in MOVE seemed to have. Thanks, Larry. That leads me nicely into my final question. I'd be interested to hear what you think could be done to improve rates of participation, because participation is key. And would this improve patient outcomes? Well, I often tell patients, if I really had the magic answer to losing weight, people would be lined up for a mile outside my door, and you don't see that line. However, people who took part in MOVE, and particularly those who had sustained and intense participation, had particular benefits. So the VA has already taken steps to improve participation, such as eliminating co-payments for the MOVE sessions. Other avenues to increase participation could involve offering move sessions during the evenings or on weekends so that working age adults could participate without having to miss work. In addition, findings such as ours, including showing the benefits of move participation, may encourage healthcare providers to recommend the program more frequently and more strongly um, to their patients who need it and that may encourage patients to take part. Based on our findings, we think that reaching a broader portion, reaching a broader proportion of the eligible population would help VA patients better manage their weight and would lower the incidence of diabetes in the VA. However, uh, we don't really know that yet, and further research would be needed 
to evaluate whether the MOVE program remains associated with benefits 